0: we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. This is episode 18, and I'm your host, Corey Pennypacker, along with Lee Neenheis, our co-host. And we're going to be talking about something very near and dear to my heart, and that is my favorite Bible to school lesson that we teach in our program. It's called Jonah and the Whale, and how does God give second chances? Everybody loves second chances, and children are no different. So in this lesson, we're going to teach you how to have kids around you experience Jonah and the Whale. Yeah, I said experience Jonah and the Whale, and it could be messy at times, but we're going to teach them about the God of second chances check out our show page at BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com, where we'll tell you about the resources that you need for this lesson. Come join us now as the conversation starts
1: and we'll teach you more and have lots of fun. Well, welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. We're so glad that you're here today. And my very favorite guest is here today with us. Welcome back, Corey Pennypacker. Hi, Lee. Great
0: to be back with you,
1: Corey. It's so fun to be together, and I love the direction that we're headed today. And I'm just wondering if you have a very favorite Bible story. I do,
0: I do, and it's Jonah and the whale is my favorite Bible story, and I want to talk to about it with you today and talk about with our listeners. Because Bible to School has a great lesson, hands-on lesson that I want to share with you
1: about that. So Mm, so fun. It's very important to us that the Bible comes alive in a thousand ways. And we think about that story, Corey, about Jonah and the whale, and it feels more like a storybook rather than something that might have actually happened. And I love it when we can make it seem exciting, but real.
0: Yeah, the, the way we do that is you really can, with children, they have the same emotions and thoughts that you do, maybe scaled down a little bit or a little narrower scope. But Jonah is all about second chances. And the think about it question, we have think about it questions in our lessons. And the think about it question is, how does God give second chances? Isn't that a great question to answer for a child and, and for us as adults too? How does God give second chances? And the story of Jonah is definitely a story of second chances because Jonah, uh, I think if it was a story, if it was a some storybook that didn't happen, somebody along the line would have wrote something nicer about Jonah because Jonah went, ran in the opposite direction. He did the opposite of what God asked him to do. One of the things we do in the beginning of our lessons with kids, and you can do this with your kids to kind of prep them is that we start, we play a game and say, Hey, Jonah says, instead of Simon says, we play Jonah says, and you have to do the opposite of exactly what you say. So, you know, Jonah says, whisper your name. And so you have kids shouting their name and, you know, Jonah says, you know, stay in your seat. So kids are like, you know, getting up and moving around. And Jonah says, keep your eyes open and they have to keep them shut. So kids really start, get some thinking about doing the opposite of what someone says. And so the story of Then you roll into the story of Jonah and actually read it to them from uh, a kid's Bible or a Bible of your choice. And really open the Bible and you're going to read it to them. But here's the kicker. You're going to do it inside the belly of a whale. So you're really going to say, you know what? Jonah ran away from God. He did the opposite of what God said. And so God, you're not going to believe this, but God put him in the belly of a whale. And they're going to say, well, how did that happen? I'm like, What in the world? And even if they know the story, they're going to be like, ooh, I want to be in the belly of a whale. So what we do at our, at our program, we have a 30-foot whale. It is made out of black and white gardening paper, duct tape, and a fan. It's a cutout type of thing. And we blow it up, and we put all the whole class inside the belly of a whale to hear about Jonah and how he ran away and what God did. That is so impactful. Now, at home, you probably don't have 30 feet in your house or whatever to do this. And man, you know, use your imagination. And nowadays, Lee, you know, kids are on the internet or on their computer games, and they're not using their imagination as much. So this is a big imagination thing. Grab blankets, grab sheets, whatever, pillows and stuff, and you make a giant tent as big as you can make it in the space you have. And you climb into that tent and together with them. And that's the key to Lee, climbing in together with them. They love that. My kids always loved that when I, we did this. And you read the story with them and say, you know, he was in this crammed space and really make it real to them that, hey, God put him in the belly of a whale. But he put him in the belly of the whale to give him a second chance. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that, that they're not, they don't put all that together. So we end up in that belly of the whale reading the story, but then we say, you know what? When Jonah did the opposite of what God told him to do over and over again, we want to talk to them about, well, but God gave him a second chance in the, in the whale. And they're thinking, how did that happen? Well, God threw them overboard, as we know from in the storm, and they threw him into cold water. But that whale scooped him up, and then he was safe inside the whale. But then say, let's talk about that cold water. I wonder what it was like. I mean, it was freezing. So what if you wouldn't have gotten in the whale? So get out of your whale, <laughs> go go in the kitchen and get a bucket of ice water. Put a bucket of ice water together and and put it on the counter. And ahead of time, boys love this. It's it's called a blubber glove. And you put on a blubber glove and it's a double rubber glove and you put Crisco lard inside. It's really gross.
1: Yeah. And
0: you, 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 see how long Lee, you can keep your hand in the, without the glove in, in cold water. And you time it, of course, as a competition, everything's a competition. So <laughs> you time it and they love it. They can't keep their hand in very long, of course. And then you say, now, now that's what it was like for Jonah. He would have been, would have been too cold for him. So God saved him. And so he put him in the belly of a whale with lard. And so now put the lard glove on and see how long you can keep it in it. And how long do you think they can keep it in there, Lee?
1: Oh, I'm sure it's much longer.
0: <laughs> you got it right. Much, much longer. So that's just a real tangible way to teach about second chances. Because kids, they, a lot of them are very tenderhearted. When they do something wrong, they think, oh, I'm a bad person, you know? And I, you know, I'm terrible. I'm awful, and I can't do anything right. I mean, you've heard kids say that already. And so this is an awesome illustration to say, you know, Jonah didn't think didn't do things right often, like a lot, many times around. in fact. He did the direct opposite of what God said. So don't you think it's like a difficult thing to get the think that God, you do things wrong over and over. Again. I'm sorry, I won't do it again. God forgives you, and then you do it again, and you say I'm sorry. You know, you think. Am, am I ever gonna get this right? But God's forgiveness is so vast and so great. It's so great to, to share this with the children.
1: Mm, I love it. And I'm sure, Corey, that this always points to Jesus.
0: Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to school kids. Does God still forgive us? One of our favorite memory verses at Bible to school is from Hebrews 13:8, which reads. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our children can be assured that the God who forgave Jonah and gave him a second chance is the same God today who will forgive us and give us second chances. What a comfort it is to know that in the middle of a changing world, our God keeps His promises. Absolutely. Jonah obviously was in the belly of the whale for three days. And so you can tie that all into Jesus being dead for three days and rising from the dead and saving us from death is more than a blubber glove. <laughs> sure. It goes right into salvation. And these, these kids, they, they just, uh, we had some kids say, wow, did God really forgive me? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they just can't believe that God would actually forgive them. And, and how, one of the things that I would do with my kids when they were young and you know, they would, you know, do the opposite thing I told them to do, of course, and something broke or whatever. And, and I said, Hey, you know, you don't, if you do that again, you'll, you know, you're going to go into timeout, you know, the time, big timeout thing was, was in my era. And so we put them in the corner and, and every time the timer went off and, and they got to be out of timeout, I would say, okay, let's start over. You're forgiven and let's start over. So the, isn't that a great fee? And there, and there you see the relief from them like, oh, we can start over again, you know? God helps us to start over every time. And that's that's a beautiful thing.
1: Mm, so grateful for the time out sometimes that God gives us to rethink and that he protects us in the middle of all of that and for the ability to repent and walk right back towards him. I love that he's that kind of God. And I love, Corey, that you're encouraging us to spend our best creativity towards scripture. Because when I make a tent with my kids, it's always on a snow day. You know, that's the time <laughs> when there's the greatest creativity is when they're driving me crazy. But I don't know that all of us think to apply our greatest creativity to when we're teaching the Bible to our kids.
0: Yeah, it's some kids learn. We have talked about this before. Some kids learn with their hands, uh, very tactile, and we have to see it or touch it or feel it. And they can really grab on to something. I know I'm very visual. So seeing, like, oh, imagine, wow, this is the belly of a whale, and God really rescued Jonah, he, he, and he rescued me. He rescued me from sin, and I'm very flawed, and so are you, and yet we're all sinners, but yet Christ died for us. That's something that um, children can grasp that. They can know that God is a God of second chances. They can know that there's forgiveness, they can know, recognize, you know, Jonah recognized that he was doing the wrong thing. I mean, that's one thing he did do. You know, he, God didn't let him go wherever he was. The ship and the storm, he was like, yeah, it's me. Throw me overboard. That's another thing you can really hone in on is, you know, we need to admit when we're wrong and ask God's forgiveness. And that's such a freeing thing to do that. And he wants to be there with open arms and welcome us because he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be forgiven. He wants us to live a life of freedom and, and second chances. So showing God's love this way, teaching kids God's love this way is, really might click with them. So I encourage you to try this at home or wherever you are. Or if you have a group of kids, it's even more fun with a group of kids. They'll still start some conversations with you. They'll ask questions. Good questions.
1: Corey, I imagine that there are people listening who want to apply this kind of creativity to their lives, and maybe they're even interested in doing that with a group of kids, like maybe starting their own Bible to School group in their schools. Do we have any resources that we could point them to right now? Yes,
0: yeah, so you can go to the Bible to School website on that those resources and to talk to us about it. We'll put something on the show page about the things I talked about, so we can give you some resources there. But if you want to try to bring lessons like this that are so tangible and just really hit home with the kids in your element, say, public elementary school, local one, or somebody you know might want to do that, we would love to talk to you. Because, man, getting things in kids' hands, talking to them, intentionally talking to them about second chances and God's forgiveness, you don't know how freeing that is for children. They have so many questions. Most of them can't believe that God would actually forgive them. And you think, what have they, you know, if they're only like eight years old, you know, what could they have possibly have done? Terrible, you know, but you know, any sin is something that, that kind of hurts our relationship with God and we want to get right with him. And, and kids do too. They, they really want to, and they, they don't want to disobey their parents. They don't want to disappoint people but they're human as well as we are so we um like paul says you you know we do it even though i didn't want to do it i I still do these things because we're human so yeah we would love for you to uh if you want to take it on your to talk to us about bringing a bible to school program to your local public school or someone you know we'd love that yeah reach out to us look at our show notes page for this lesson because uh it's a good one. It's my favorite one of all times. It's the one that in Bible to School, we've been doing it for over 40 years. Most of the kids that come back who've done it, this is their favorite lesson. So this is the all-time favorite lesson of Bible to School kids over the years. And that's about over that's thousands of kids.
1: That's amazing. And it's so creative. You know, Corey, you and I talk about statistics together all the time because statistics represent real kids. And I heard one the other day from Barna that said that the majority of kids will die believing what they did when they were 14 years old, which means that a lot of times we think that kids can't understand. But the truth is, is that we have to tell the children, right?
0: We do. And I just encourage the moms, the dads, the grandparents, uh, the Sunday school teachers, this lesson takes about probably... 40 minutes, maybe half an hour to do, maybe a little prep time with the Crisco and the gloves, you know, and the ice water, some sheets. That's about it. It's so impactful. It's eternal. It is some of the best ways you can spend your time making time for telling kids about the Bible. So you're right. You can tell the children and it's simple, easy, and fun. So I would like to encourage everyone to check out our website and check out our show page if you can, and and contact us if you have any other questions. But would you mind if I closed us in prayer, Lee, so I could pray over all these incredible whales that are going to be happening over the next few weeks as people head into winter and decide, or there are snow days and they can do Jonah and the whale?
1: I love that. I imagine all of them sitting under their kitchen tables with blankets under the whale. Corey, I I love this. I love our best creativity goes towards the word of God and and the Lord. So yes, let's pray.
0: Father God, Lord, thank you for Jonah. And, and thank you for the truth that you bring forth through that, the, the authenticity that, you know, Jonah was not a perfect person and he did the opposite of what you told him to do. And we often do that, Lord, even though sometimes we don't want to admit it. But this is a story that, that we can tell children, Father, that really brings out how important uh, repentance and forgiveness is and that you are just there ready and waiting to give us second chances on third and fourth and fifth. And so, Father, I pray for all our listeners and I pray that they would find a place, find a time to be able to intentionally talk to children, intentionally Talk to the children in their circle of influence about your second chances and that your son, Jesus Christ, died for our sins and rose again on the third day so that we might have second chances. Lord, we thank you for eternal life. We thank you for your gifts uh, that are so amazing. Uh, And we just can't do them ourselves. You only can do them for us. And we lay all that at your feet. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing about my favorite all-time lesson from Bible to School, Jonah and the Whale. And I hope your creativity got sparked. For your kids, your grandkids, your niece, your nephew, where are you going to put that whale? Is it going to be in your TV room, in your kitchen, in your basement, maybe at your church? All I know is that kids remember this lesson and they enjoy knowing that God is a God of second chances. Snap a picture of your whale if you can and tag us on social media, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook and let's start a conversation. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. As always, if you would like to bring the Bible to your public school, contact us on our website, BibleTheNumberTwoSchool.com. Next week, Michelle Nietert, a licensed children's counselor and popular author, will tell us exactly how children's spiritual health help children's mental health in this day and age. Michelle's great, and she's a wealth of knowledge. So join us next week. And remember, you can tell the children about the love of Jesus, and it is fun. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.